we are private company. We can't right now disclose all numbers, but I can tell you uh, 496 customers we had by the end of last year, not all of them were paying. Okay, so then they're not customers. They're users. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at getlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is David Yang. He's a CEO and co-founder of Eva.ai. That's Yva.ai. He's building a tool that helps with AI-driven real-time employee experience and performance management. Uh, it's a platform that they're building out. David, you ready to take us to the top? Yes. Hi, Nathan. It's great yes, to meet uh, you. Thank when you, did you. When did you write the first line of code for this company? It was uh, about uh, four years ago. Four years ago. Okay. And walk me through what it does. What are companies paying for? Um, they're paying for a top line and the bottom line. This technology literally improves you know, revenues, performance, and uh, business outcomes. It's, it's about culture and uh, workforce efficiency. Okay, very hot. HR tech is a very, very hot space right now. A lot of roll-ups happening. Help me understand what kind of customers are you targeting? What are they paying you per month on average, would you say? Um, we have uh, three types of uh, customers um, regarding their size. Below 500 employees, uh, between 500 and 5,000 employees organizations, and extra large above 5,000 employees organizations. Uh, literally all industries. Um, if you have HR uh, function in your organization, you are our client. So the ones that are already paying you, what are they paying you per month on average, would you say? Uh, um, excuse me, uh, how much? Yeah, on average, what are they paying on per average? month? Um, it's $49 per employee per year. Basically, it's about $5 per month per employee. I see. Okay. And an average customer that's signing up, how many employees do they typically get started with? Um, uh, it's uh, uh, Initially, it starts with hundreds to a thousand, between 100 and 1,000 employees. Uh, depending on the size of the organization. And in three, six months, they typically um, uh, expand to sometimes to the whole population. That's great. That's great for dollar retention, obviously. Uh, Help me understand what they're paying for. So someone signs up for you, they're paying for a thousand employees. You mentioned cost savings. Walk me through how you help them get cost savings. Um, this uh, technology helps in uh, 29 different scenarios. For example, uh, first two scenarios are um, uh, connected to employee well-being and um, dissatisfaction factors. This technology can predict um, employees' resignation even before employees actually decided to resign. Now, this technology helps to understand our informal leaders. It helps to you know, fill the gaps of middle management, uh, so it speeds up your uh, your growth in product 
uh, deliver, for example. Okay. And David, how many, how many total sort of employees are on the platform today? Uh, it's uh, right now, it's already above 200,000 employees. We started, uh, actually, we started sales end of uh, 2019. We had only 49 uh, paying customers in the beginning of last year, but we grew up, uh, we grew 100, uh, excuse me, 10 times during last year and ended up with 496 uh, employee, uh, connected uh, organizations end of last year. So we're growing very fast. How uh, many are you at right now? So 496 at the end of last year, how many today? Uh, we today's, uh, we are going to um, close this year with, but, uh, but what about today? What not, not, not in December, like today, how many organizations? I, I would rather skip this uh, answer, but um, I, I can tell you that this year we will not, uh, um, uh, we will not grow 10 times, but uh, still it will be several times growth. So, so when you say that there's 200,000 employees on the platform, are those across all of the paying 496 no, companies? No. No, it's uh, 200,000 employees uh, connected to the platform are not all the paying um, uh, customers. Um, it's, uh, we have different uh, rollout schemes. So some pilots are starting with non-paying uh, licenses. I see, I see. How many paid employees are on the platform? That's what I was looking at, because that's really where usage comes in. Uh, some uh, numbers we don't disclose right now at this moment. We, uh, so we, uh, the company is on early stage and we just uh, closed our seed round. We will be closing um, A round. Uh, How much did you choose to raise in the seed? Uh, so far, we raised $12 million and okay. we will be raising $8 million in our current upcoming current round. So how much was the seed round you just closed? Was the whole 12 million in that one round? We, we had actually uh, not one seed round. Last uh, seed round, uh, if I'm, it's $5 million, I guess. I, it was uh, one and a half years ago. Okay, so the most recent round you closed one and a half years ago, so in 2020, and that was a $5 million round. Yep. I see. And then you did another $7 million before that? Yes. Okay. What was the? Did you did you raise money right when you launched the company in 2014? Uh, the company is spin off from our my larger organization. I started 12 companies so far. My largest organization called Abby Abbyy dot com. It's a leading uh, company, uh, 1,300 employees, uh, uh, 50 million users uh, worldwide. So Abby uh, Eva started as a design lab inside Abby, and when we spun off the company. It was uh, just uh, $3 million we received right away when we spun out the company. Sorry, I didn't understand that. $3 million what? We, it was investments from the parent company, Abby, when we spun out the company. So Abby put in $3 million in 2014 yes. to get it going. Yep. But, but, that's, but you own 100% of Abby, right? No, no, no. I'm, I'm the major shareholder, but... The company is mature enough. I, I don't hold uh, hundred. I'm my family is uh, still major shareholder of the company, but it's not hundred percent. Unfortunately, I see. I Maybe see. Unfortunately, okay. I don't know. 
We have okay. almost a hundred uh, employees, early employees who are now go, um, uh, shareholders of uh, my company. Yeah, and this is that I, I believe Abby is playing in sort of the document conversion space. That was founded back actually a long time ago, nineteen ninety, I think. And you guys were pretty capital efficient. You raised about six million there. Uh, Abby, yes, we started in actually nineteen eighty nine when I was a fourth year student. Me and my 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 friend and I uh, we started uh, the company many years ago. Um, uh, what was your question, please? Uh, no, I'm just understanding there's all kinds of ways to start a company, right? So what you did is you just, just sort of spin it out of another company. Uh, the other company fueled it with essentially a $3 million seed check back in 2014. You've yep. since raised another $5 million in 2020. Um, we're still missing a bunch though, because you said you raised $12 million to date, right? Yeah, it was several. It, actually, it was three seed rounds. But uh, is it so interesting that little probably yeah i mean uh uh i'm maybe uh maybe the most interesting part is actually what we're doing and uh well david actually there's a lot of people that have really big ideas about what they want to do but if they can't tell a story and get it funded uh it's not going to go anywhere so we always on every episode we've we've done about we've done we've recorded raising money is the last thing you're thinking about i i when i started you you mentioned in your bio uh how much you raised and what you were raising and you just said we're going to go raise a series a immediately so it's not the last thing you're thinking about because it's one of the first things you mentioned well it i just wanted to I I'm just going off what you're saying. So you I, led with, we're about to raise our Series A. So that's where I'm going to ask questions. Do you want me but, to go somewhere else? Uh, being on this both sides of this, uh, you know, uh, uh, part of this business, I'm a part of Business Angels, uh, uh, this uh, band of angels uh, organization. So I, uh, many companies come for to me uh, to to get you know investments. I can tell you. Uh, if you have product market fit, if you actually solve actual problem, actual pain point of your client, if you're growing, no way you cannot find investments. Investments will find you. So it, I'm when I speak and I give my lectures about, uh, about entrepreneurship, I always tell, don't think about investments, please. It's not your problem. The, your problem is product market fit. David, I can't tell you how many founders raise money before they have a line of code written. There's no product market fit at all, and they have to raise capital to grow. So I, I disagree with your statement. There are plenty of founders. In fact, the majority of founders who raise VC raise a dollar before product market fit. Oh, I know. I did the same several times. So then why, so then why do you just make the statement you made? Because... The most important part is product market fit. Is a product hypothesis is very important. And of course, thank you for those business angels. Uh, thank you. I can thank myself when uh, I invested several times on just an idea, just in a peop- in people I trust, and there. But uh, but still, uh, this is. This is okay. I mean, if you have business idea, a business hypothesis, you want to try your business hypothesis. If you have so-called three magic crystals um, in your pocket when you start your business, okay, you you will get your money, 
uh, depending on your three three magic crystals you have, you might have one million dollar. You want David? Might- I think the best way to get into this is to talk about what you've done with Eva versus telling like telling people here's like the plan you should do it. You're doing this. You're growing a business. So let's focus on Eva, right? So so tell me more about product line, right? So so where are you going? Obviously, it's a hot space. There's a lot of money in the space right now. Why are people paying you versus the other traditional players in the HR tech space? Because uh, traditional employee experience technology is broken. Traditional- and who is traditional, by the way? Can you name a couple of your competitors? Oh, hundreds, tens, Lettuce, Glint, uh, 15.5, Pecan, Culture Amp, etc. Uh, you name them. All traditional systems, uh, employee experience systems, employee engagement, 360 uh, um, performance evaluation systems, most of them, uh, which actually company use, they use uh, infrequent uh, uh, connections. When they uh, survey their employees once a year, twice a year. And the problem uh, uh, which uh, uh, is, is fundamental, you, when you sur- survey your employees once a year, you find a problem which already happened in the past. So you already lost your key employees, your developers, you already lost your business KPIs. In contrast to that, you must predict problems before they happen. And in order to predict problems, you must have frequent uh, signal. Now, okay, why not to take 100 questions and ask these 100 questions every day? Obviously, it will not work. People will not... So, David, how are you getting signal faster than 15.5? Because we combine passive and active signals. We I don't are, know what that means. Can you give a real I example? Know, I know. That's why I'm trying to explain. In, we are the only company in the world, probably, at least I don't know anyone else, who connects system to uh, collaboration uh, uh, sources like Microsoft Teams, Slack, Jira, GitHub, and other collaboration circles. So AI we developed already knows a lot before system asks you. So AI uh, delivers tailored 10 questions per week relevant to each employee individually. System not shooting all questions to everyone. No, system learns who works with who. For example, system knows that Dan Nathan was working with David last two weeks. So uh, AI will ask Nathan specific questions about David, about something else, about problems, hypothesis. One of the most common things I hear from SaaS founders as they're getting your MVP launched is you rely on your customers to send you a CSV or Excel file, and you don't want to spend your engineering time building a big, bulky CSV importer. That's why this company, Flopfile, is growing so fast. They make it really easy for startups to quickly embed and ingrain their customers' data into the web application without you having to spend engineering hours, your precious early engineering hours, on building a clunky CSV import. You simply use Flatfile to import your customer's messy Excel file. Flatfile will clean it up and make it perfect for use in your new web application. Now, the beautiful thing about Flatfile is it's free to any startup with less than a million in funding or less than five employees. Again, totally free. You can check it out at nathanmaka.com forward slash Flatfile Startups. That's nathanmaka.com forward slash Flatfile Startups. 
So the best way to understand AI, because no one, everyone throws it around, is to just actually understand the technical prowess of the team. How many folks are on your team today and how many are engineers? We are 65 about uh, right now. We're drawing, it's maybe 68, um, and we're going to be over 100 employees soon. How many are engineers? Uh, about third, maybe uh, 40%, I would say. Okay, got it. So call maybe 25, 30 or so are engineers working on this AI machine learning, which you feel is a major advantage over 15, five and others. Yeah. And, and would you credit your growth uh, from 50 customers in 2019 to 490 customers at the end of this past year, mainly due to this AI machine learning custom question asking? Um, no, not only. At least it helps us to, uh, of course, to open doors. Uh, but uh, the uh, remote work and um, you know, hybrid work also contributed to this because uh, companies around the world immediately realized that traditional approach annual surveys are not efficient anymore. They, they wanted to have continuous listening technologies, and we were in the right time. I see. Okay. And, and what, what is a minimum for you? So if someone's listening right now and they want to try you, but they only have 10 employees, like, well, what's the lowest plan? They can, does it, do you have to pay for 100 seats no matter what at the start? No, actually, we provide free um, uh, access to the platform. But, but, but paid. Money. Once people want to do paid, what's the minimum number of seats they have to pay for? Is it 100? Starting from third month, you are paying regardless of how many employees do you have. Yeah. So it's, okay. uh, it's a try and buy method when you connect your employees you provide a deposit three um it's 12 months deposit and you get uh three months for free uh, usage mm -hmm. do you see a sweet spot in terms of the number of employees your average customer are, are managing on eva is it five or ten or no these are like thousand no, two thousand still, still the sweet spot starting from 100 employees Okay, hundred employees. So those contracts and hundred employees at fifty per year. I mean, these are you're talking. These are like five thousand dollars sort of contracts, fifty thousand dollars sort of contracts minimum. Exactly. Yes, because uh, for for we do have paying customers below hundred employees. We have a paying customer uh, kindergarten of fifteen employees actually, uh, but uh, still the pain the re actual pain points uh, with uh, informal leaders detached to you leaders, toxic managers, uh, resignation prediction, all that starts uh, playing when you are 100 or 1,000 employees and above. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Now, if I take, David, 496 customers, now you have more than that because 496 was December. Yep. But if we have 496 customers, 50 bucks a seat, 100 sort of average team size, that would put you right now MRR-wise at about 210,000 bucks a month in revenue. Is that about right? Nathan, we are private company. We can't right now disclose all numbers, but I can tell you uh, 496 customers we had by the end of last year, not all of them were paying. Okay, so then they're not customers. They're users. So, okay, you can call it differently. We call them uh, customers because uh, some of them paid uh, deposits, some of them... Well, you said they hadn't paid. So have they paid or not paid? We provide uh, three months for free. So it's uh, they uh, for from si uh, some uh, amount we require a twelve months deposit, which is 
100% refundable if company is not decided not to continue after the three months of free. Uh, so 496 at a minimum have that paid that deposit to try it and they can get a refund if they don't onboard three months in. Maiden, you are insistive in your some numbers we don't disclose. We are in different processes with our uh, next round, but yeah, David, I, that's fine. I'm asking about onboarding strategy here. Okay, this is a SaaS strategy. You're charging an upfront fee that's fully refundable if they don't activate after three months. This is a strategy and tactical question. I don't care if you're raising money or not. It's valuable for other SaaS founders listening, which is why I'm asking. If you don't want to share, you don't have to share. We can move on. But that's why I'm asking. Sure, let's move on. Okay, wonderful. Why are you raising more capital? There's plenty of companies bootstrapped in this space with way more than 10 million bucks in revenue. Why do you need so much capital? Because it's a moment. Um, there are 10 million uh, companies in the world which could benefit uh, those continuous listening technologies. And it's the right moment to, to grow. Okay, you keep talking about raising, so that's why I'm going to ask it. Okay, I don't care how much you raise, but I'm going to ask since you're talking about it. You want to go out and raise. How much do you want to go raise right now? $8 million. And why is that the right amount? How do you get to that? Just our business model and our international expansion model uh, shows that uh, this amount will be uh, most likely enough to accomplish our goals. When you raise that and you then deploy it over many years, what do you think you can use that $8 million to grow revenue towards? Or how many customers can you serve with that amount of capital? Uh, at least we will open three uh, big regions in original expansion. In, we will be, I don't, uh, I don't have it in, on top of my mind. Uh, it's probably about 130 or 140 employees by the end of next year with this expansion. Uh, number of customers, a good question. Actually, we can disclose this number, but our uh, target number, but I don't have it with me, but it's uh, it will be significant uh, 4x growth uh, from the end of this year. So to 2022, we uh, uh, we uh, target to grow four times. Understood. And do you have a valuation target you're going after on the eight million raise? Um, probably I would not. Uh, answer this question right now, but uh, obviously, uh, this you could kind of guess with this amount. But anyway, uh, probably I would not answer right now. What would the right guess sort of be? A range is fine. Below hundred million dollars. Okay, so you think you can raise eight million on a hundred million uh, post below. money? Below. Uh, below below hundred. Of course, below. Yeah. Got it. Why do you say of course below? Well, uh, it's because uh, it's um, uh, it's a little bit too early for us to. You start. invest a lot in the market. It sounds like you're very privy. You're active in angel groups. What do you think a company today, a SaaS company, in HR tech space, has to hit revenue wise to hit a hundred million dollar valuation? Not you specifically, just uh, the market. Yeah, it's um, many organizations, uh, many many uh, fast growing. Um, technologies so would get 30x uh, price to sales multiple. So, so you think you need about three million revenue to hundred million valuation? Three million dollar uh, revenue would give you, in many cases, uh, even more than hundred million dollar valuation. It very much depends on what go-to-market strategy you found. 
um, if you found low touch, no touch uh, path to the market, when you will be able to grow without significant growth of your sales force uh, in the market, total market available market is good is is large, then you will get um, high multiples. Very good. All right, let's wrap up here with the famous five, David. Number one, favorite book. Collins, good to grade. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, probably uh, not many, but people.ai, my friend Alek Raginsky is just genius. Uh, they they got recently one billion over one billion dollar valuation, and I mean, they are fantastic. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business? Online tool for what? Building your company. Building. Um. Well, HubSpot, Zoom, uh, CRM. Where we just switched from uh, Salesforce to another CRM. Number four, David. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Hours. Um, Eva shows that I sleep about uh, four and a half, five hours per day, which does is not sound very healthy. Not very healthy. That's true. Why do you do it? Well, because uh, Eva is uh, not the only uh, company I'm engaged with. It's I still uh, spend about seven to six hours per week for Eva as a CEO and co-founder, but I have. Uh, charity project, I um, uh, educational foundation. I'm a part of, of it. I have my my largest company, Abbey, where I'm not operation involved, but uh, I'm a you know, board of director. And I'm doing emotional AI um, project Morpheus, uh, which uh, lives in my house in Portola Valley with moving walls and conversational, emotional AI and, and robotic dog, which is right here, sleeping and uh, listening uh, to us. Very cool. A lot on your plate. Take us home here. What's your situation? Married, single, kids? Married, three kids. Three kids. Okay. How old are you, David? I am 53, I guess. 53. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Nothing special. I I can't answer this question. All right. Nothing's the answer, guys. There you have it. Launched a very successful company called Abby back in 1989. Used 3 million bucks from there to launch Eva.ai back in 2014. They've since scaled at another $5 million seed in 2020, targeting $8 million raise now to grow their customer base from 496 up to something much larger. Uh, they charge caught 50 bucks per employee per year across this these customers. They have over 200,000 employees on the platform. Those are not paying seats, but on the platform active as they look to activate those customers over time as they hit the three-month mark. David, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan.